Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Today on The Revolution with Jim and Trev, presented by Outdoor Channel, it's hogs, dogs, and the American dream. So here's the rundown. The wild hog invasion on the U.S. Key tactics for finding, harvesting, and preparing them. The gear it takes to do it, and much more. Plus, we'll cover hunting dogs, how to properly care for them, and why snake-proofing your pooch is such a necessity. Now, here's Jim and Trev. So it is the unofficial start of summer. It's Memorial Day weekend. Happy Memorial Day weekend. Jimbo, you've been working on your uh, bikini body. Yes, I have. Look at slim and trim, my friend. I, I just got a wax job. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the Brazilian? Mrs. Bunny, how you doing? I'm great. How are you guys? Interested in Jimbo's uh, wax job? <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot. You guys go to the same person. Um, we're talking hogs, dogs, and the American Dream on today's show. I'm pretty excited about this. First time ever. Who we have on? We got Lieutenant Colonel Oliver North. Yeah, I got to check him out. Saving Private Canine. It airs Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. Plus, we're going to hear from Jack Mayer. He's with the Savannah River National Laboratory. Plus, the professor and extension wildlife and fisheries specialist for Texas A&M, uh, Billy Higginbotham, Dustin Bergen of Addicted Hunting, and uh, Shed Wars Matt Tusco, which airs Thursdays, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. Going to be a great show. Yeah, and you said that without a breath. It, it was difficult. Mrs. Bunny, what are you talking about real quick? Uh, dogs. All right, play the Mrs. Bunny intro. <laughs> of the dogs, Mrs. Bunny, is brought to you by Nissan. That's a great setup. <laughs> All right, take it away. Uh, about 300,000 dogs and cats are bit by venomous snakes each year. Wow. And really? while that includes my dog. I'm a bit more sympathetic to dogs than I am cats, just by nature. But, um, I wish all cats would die. <laughs> overall, uh, to, to help uh, rattlesnake proof your dogs, there's a few things that you can do. Um, there's obviously, there's the vaccine now. And while the vaccine doesn't make your pet immune to a rattlesnake bite, their bodies actually generate protective antibodies when they get bit so that this venom doesn't uh, do as much damage. So they actually experience overall less pain and reduced risk of permanent injury um, because they have less swelling, less tissue damage, and a faster recovery than non-vaccinated dogs. So it's definitely worth your while and it's worth the money to get your dog vaccinated for um, rattlesnake bites. Alright, so rattlesnake vaccine for your dogs. Right. Must have. Uh, also, snake proofing um, is an actual thing. It's the process they use to teach dogs to avoid contact with venomous rattlesnakes. So it's basically an avoidance class and they teach four S's. Safety, sight, sound, and smell. And they do, um, they give them a chance to uh, react with um, real snakes. They muzzle the jaws of actual ra- um, rattlesnakes. That way they can't be bit, but they don't restrain them in any way. So they, you, you go out and you take your dog out on a course, and the snakes can um, posture and everything.
striking as they usually would. It's just that they won't actually be able to strike. And by using these real simulated situations uh, with actual live rattlesnakes, it helps to um, teach them avoidance. You know, before the show, Jim was actually a snake muzzler by trade. Yes, I was. <laughs> he did it. He was great. The I best. had to kiss him on the top of the head. He was the best in the biz. <laughs> All right, what else have you? We, we got to get to Jack Mayer. What else do you have? After um, a, a scare with uh, Jim's dog, Harley, the essential um, front line. Well, oh, yeah. it's an expensive little um, container of liquid. You just put it on their back. It's an absolute must. Tick-borne uh, illnesses are real, and they cost a lot of money. Ask Jim. And they also do a number on your pets. Harley was bit by a tick, and he has had probably a month-long struggle now with coming back from yeah, this $1,400 later, he now has a nervous tick. Exactly. <laughs> so, so take care of your pooch. That's exactly. It. That's it. So. All right. Mrs. Bunny, we commend you. It's been good. Happy Memorial Day. Thank you. I'm off. We hate to leave you for another man, but we have to. <laughs> All right, so we're talking uh, hogs, dogs, and the American Dream on today's show. Let's get to Jack. This feral hog insight with Dr. Jack Mayer is presented to you by Outdoor Channel. So Jack Mayer is with the Savannah River National Laboratory. They make toothpaste. Yeah, they make toothpaste. <laughs> are all uh, For all your hogs. You can brush all the hogs' teeth. What, I mean, you've been studying hogs, Jack, from what? Since the late 70s, early 80s? And, and you released a statement a little while ago. Correct me if I'm, I'm wrong about this, or correct yourself, I should say. Uh, that wild hogs are found in, what, 47 states now? Is that what you said? Actually, I've been studying them since 1973. Holy oh, cow. I believe that. Uh, and, well, I got, got an update for you. As of earlier this year, we, they've now been reported in 48 states. There's only two more to go. Now, what are the two remaining states? Uh, Wyoming and Rhode Island. Holy well, cow. Well, nobody wants to live in Rhode Island anyhow. No. <laughs> <laughs> They're all leaving Rhode Island for Actually, Wyoming. we have a couple of stations in Rhode Island. <laughs> I know we do. <laughs> we love Rhode Island. We yes. do. You know, we're going to get it carpeted. One thing, though, yeah, put a whole bunch, we're going to paint the whole state. <laughs> <And flip> um, <laughs> one thing that people, they really need to be aware of, if the potential dangers, uh, how hazardous wild hogs are in getting diseases. If you don't wear protective gloves, if you're not careful, you can get seriously sick, can't you? That's absolutely true. And, and really, disease the disease problem is probably the most important problem when you're talking about wild pigs in this country. Yeah. Uh, not just from uh, a human perspective, but if we ever had a a foreign animal disease like uh, hog cholera or African swine fever or foot and mouth disease, get into the wild pig population in this country, it would wind up costing all of us billions of dollars, and we and we would wind up paying for that at the, at the grocery store. Uh, but from a human perspective, yeah, absolutely. Anybody that, that hunts wild pigs, and when you gut that animal, you need to be wearing some sort of rubber gloves, possibly even eye protection. Oh, really? Because uh, if you come down with uh, brucellosis, there's no real cure for that. It's like recurrent severe flu for the rest of your life. Now, can any of the diseases that pigs carry transfer over to other animals? Oh, absolutely. Oh, really? Uh, brucellosis can. Uh, the other big one is uh, pseudorabies. That's something that pigs are carriers for. Yeah. That it's typically not fatal. But just about everything else out there, cattle, deer, dogs, rabbits, rats, can get and if, if uh, anything other than a pig comes down with pseudo rabies it's they're basically dead it's 100 percent fatal effectively okay now now we don't know of any uh, there are wild bush pigs in africa what about ebola um good question i don't know i don't know uh, whether pigs could transmit that or not that's 
something we probably need to look into. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm you know, gonna, I'm just going to say that they do. They, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, there you go. Now, one of the things that uh, that I was taught from a very young child was fact when I'm cooking pork, I have to cook it well done because of trichinosis. Is that a problem in the domestic uh, hogs as yet? Uh, we have we have generally eliminated that in our domestic herds. Interestingly enough, the primary source recently, if you look at the CDC records, uh, the primary source of, of uh, trichina infections in the U.S. population right now is coming from bears. Yeah. Bears, really? Yeah. yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm uh, heading bears. to Canada next week to go bear hunting, and trichinosis is very prevalent in the Canadian bear population. And unfortunately, what people do is a lot of times they'll they'll take this wild meat and they'll stick it on a shish kebab mm-hmm. and they'll pull it off the grill because the tomatoes are getting fried and <laughs> the green peppers are getting burned to a crisp. And so the trick is you put on one skewer, you put all the meat on the other skewer, you put tomatoes or or whatever and. But you, you make sure the meat is thoroughly cooked. You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there. We've been talking with Jack Bear. He is with the uh, Savannah River National Laboratory uh, there in Aiken, South Carolina. And if you want to find out anything about hogs or Jack or toothpaste, yeah, uh, Google them. <laughs> you remember Jeeves? Does yeah. anyone do anything with Jeeves anymore? I don't think so. Old Jeeves got canned. All right, so we're talking hogs, dogs, and the American dream on today's show. Jack, thanks so much for calling in, buddy. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. All right, so I'm pretty excited about this. We're going to have who we got coming up next. Hey, coming up next, we've got Lieutenant Colonel Oliver North. Yeah, I got to check him out. Saving Private Canine uh, airs Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. A big shout out, though, to Outdoor Channel. OutdoorChannel.com forward slash Revolution Ruger. Ruger.com. High Mount Seasonings. H I M T N Jerky.com. Cabela's. World's Hormone Southfitter at Cabela's.com. Extreme Beam at ExtremeBeam.com. Lucky Buck. Lucky Buck.com. And Remington at Remington.com. Here is a word from Mr. P. Don't go anywhere as we talk more about hogs, dogs, and the American dream. And happy Memorial Day. Stay safe this weekend. We'll return right after this. The bottom dollar. When it comes to the costly damage they wreck, the wild hog has become a true thorn in people's sides. From the decline of quail populations to destruction of wild turkey nests, plant species, and irreversible damage to the entire ecological system, this species is definitely on the most wanted list. JimandTrav.com. Go there. Listen. Learn. Princeton, Louisiana, home to America's first family of shooting. My name is Jerry Mitchellark, and I'm a professional shooter. I think we hit something. He's the greatest shooter in the world. He's my dad, and he's my coach. Ready? Nicely done. 125. That's a killer right there. It's nice for us to have a project where the whole family gets in on it. That's just good stuff. You can't buy that. Welcome to Shootout Lane. All new Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, only on Outdoor Channel. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. If you're thinking about buying a new gun, remember to pick up Remington Gun Care Supplies. Protect your investment with the same products the country's top armorers have trusted for over 100 years. After all, when you need it, 
is the worst time to realize your gun doesn't work. The Nissan Frontier is loaded with features perfect for any outdoorsman, like tons of power from a 261-horsepower V6 engine, plus a new feature we're trying out, the game call horn. There's elk, turkey, and mule deer. We're still working on that one. But the Frontier does have the first-in-class Utilitrack cargo-carrying system to strap down your big game. Though cool, the game call horn is not a real feature of the Frontier. Nissan. Innovation that excites. Available features. 2014 Ward Segmentation Small Pickup Class. Properly secure all cargo. Memorial Day weekend. Time to remember all those who have sacrificed for our freedom. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Presented by Outdoor Channel. Hey, we're back. If you're just joining us, you missed home, Miss Bunny. She talked about all kinds of crazy things that you need to take care of on your dog. Don't put her up on a pedestal, though. Well, we really like her. Take her down a peg. Our second guest in that same segment was Dr. Jack Mayer. And, of course, he is uh, uh, with the uh, Savannah River National Laboratory. That's hard to say. Delta something. Yeah. Carolina. Yeah. And they make gumbo there. And toothpaste. (laughs) As you so brilliantly pointed out. All right, so we're talking hogs, dogs, and the American Dream on today's show. But our next guest right now. He has been awarded the Silver Star for Valor and two Purple Hearts for Wounds in Action. He was also involved in planning the rescue of 804 medical students held on the island of Granada. Jim vacations there. Yes, in I 1983, do. he played a major role in the capture of terrorists who hijacked a cruise ship Achille Lero in 1985. He is Lieutenant Colonel Oliver North. Yeah, I gotta check out a great program with him, a Saving Private Canine. Yeah, which airs on Sportsman Channel uh, Thursdays at 9 o'clock. We make a great team. You yes, know that, do. right? Yeah. All right, so as you all know, Saving Private Canine showcases accounts of battlefield service and heroic acts of valor that military dogs perform as told by those who fought beside them. Um, but you know what really hacks me off, Mr. Oliver, is that these hardworking pooches are out there day in and day out saving lives, and they truly don't get the respect uh, that they deserve. Now, about the only guys that really know anything about them are the dog handlers and the lives that they've saved. Now, I've, I've been working with military working dogs since I was a young second lieutenant commanding a rifle platoon out in Vietnam. And we used to beg to get a dog handler out there with us. Yeah. yeah. At the time, these were all big shepherds. I mean, it's about the only kind you had out there. Some of the engineers would have labs as bomb sniffers. But when we were out there in the weeds, you wanted a really good attack dog because they could detect the enemy, smell them, look at them, see them. And bite them before they got to bite us. <laughs> so we just—I just loved working with a, a scout dog. We just didn't have enough of them. Yeah. Now, now, most of the time, when you see a footage, if you will, uh, yeah. they are shepherds. But isn't the uh, official dog of the Marine Corps the Doberman Pinscher? Well, it, it is. In fact, it, the, the Dobermans are the ones that are memorialized at the War Dog Memorial on Guam. Ah, oh, really? A documentary for war stories about them. That's how I ended up with this job. At Fox's direction, working with uh, the folks at Sportsman Channel, uh, but those were Dobermans. You're absolutely right. Well, actually, now the way that the uh, the, the uh, backwards approach that we're doing with the military uh, is the official dog going to be a poodle? <laughs> oh, no, it's probably going to be a dashhound. <laughs> little yeah, showy. In fact, you make a very good point because the number of dogs that are committed and deployed. Has been cut by two thirds from what it was even just two years ago. Really? Yeah, just because of the cutbacks. You know, uh, this, 
I think that's what they're going to call all the ducks. Sequester one, sequester two. <laughs> sequester. <laughs> Once again, talk with Lieutenant Colonel Oliver North. Got to check out uh, Saving Private Canine uh, Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. Now, a lot of people don't know that you're a big wing shooter. What is your favorite dog uh, to hunt behind? Oh, I'm uh, look at it, it, truth be known, I'm sitting right next to the best hunting dog I've ever had, and I've had one since I was old enough to walk and carry a shotgun. And this is a Boykin. Spaniel. Oh, yeah, that's oh, a really? great dog. North Carolina water dog. It is the finest hunting dog I've ever had, but they got more endurance than any dog I've ever worked with. Yeah, now, that was actually uh, 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 bred by a guy by the name of Boykin, wasn't it? It was. In fact, Boykin, South Carolina, is an actual place, and here's, here's the really great part of this thing. I was getting ready to deploy overseas. First time I'd bred her, finally looked at the book and said, the gestation period for a Boykin is only 63 days. Oh. And on the 60th day, I realized I'm going to be gone tomorrow for a month. Oh. And so I picked up the phone and I called a dear, dear friend. I'm not making this up. If you made this stuff up, nobody believes it. <laughs> I called Lieutenant General Jerry Boykin, an extraordinary special operations guy. He commanded the, the, the mission that we all know as Black Hawk Down. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wounded yeah. in Grenada. He went on more counterterrorism operations than you can count. He and I have known each other since I was a major and he was a captain. His lovely wife, Ashley, I call him up. Ashley answers the phone as Ashley Boykin says, I'll take her. I'll whelp her. All you got to do is give the pick of the litter to a wounded Marine or soldier. Oh, and wow. A couple of dogs. It's done deal. Your story trumps anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's the chance of a Boykin Spaniel being whelped by Ashley Boykin? <laughs> I, I, I said, you know, Ashley, at the end of this whole thing, Jerry and Ashley and I are having a break, break one evening for dinner. They live about you know, 75, 80 miles from here. And I said, we're, said I'll eat at least dinner. And she said, I said, you need to hang out. A sign that says Ashley Welps Boykin. That sounds a little off color. I don't think we'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're talking with uh, Lieutenant Colonel Oliver North. I uh, got to check out a One saving, of the good guys. saving private canine uh, Thursdays, 9 p.m. Easter time on Sportsman Channel. All right. So, grew up big outdoorsman, always had dogs, uh, dedicated your life to serving this country, and now you're hosting this awesome show, uh, Saving Private Canine. Uh, what is this like to you? Obviously, as a man that loves uh, the military, the military, he loves dogs, and to be able to showcase those both in one show, how what does that mean to you? Yeah. Well, it means a lot because look, for the last fifteen years, I've been traveling all over the world for Fox News, describing America's heroes. I mean, yeah, and, and those are all guys that at least started out with two legs. A lot of them don't have any legs now, but America's soldiers, sailors, airmen, guardsmen, Marines, and law enforcement have been my only beat for 15 years for Fox News. And I let them tell their stories. Well, the only difference here is these heroes don't talk quite as well as those guys, uh-huh. but they're still heroes. And that's, I mean, it was just a natural for me. So when Fox said, no, nope, uh, we want you to do 10 episodes of a show called Saving Private to Canine. It's their second season. Uh, it's on Sportsman Channel. Lee Ermey did it last year. I'm doing it this year. Have a a ball shooting it. I mean, it really is. The handlers and the dogs are some of the most magnificent beings you could ever imagine. They truly are, as I finish every one of these 
these episodes of Saving Private Canine. They truly are man's best friend. You bet. Hey, Oliver, we got to leave it right there. Uh, we've been talking with Lieutenant Colonel Oliver North, and he has a program on Sportsman Channel called Saving Private Canine, which airs Thursdays at 9 o'clock. Coming up next, Billy Higginbotham. Dr. Billy Higginbotham. He's a professor and extension wildlife and fisheries specialist uh, for Texas A&M. Billy Higginbotham, he is coming up next. Big shout-out, though, to Sportsman Channel. Also, Outdoor Channel, Ruger and Nissan. Mr. Oliver, man, though, it has been so awesome uh, having you on and sharing with us about a Saving Private Canine. Once again, airs Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. You're a true American hero, man. Uh, thank you so much for calling in, Mr. Oliver. Well, I appreciate you guys supporting the troops. Semper Fidelis. And happy Memorial Day. And the same to you and all your listeners, guys. Thank you. Knowledge empowers. Let JimandTrav.com hone your outdoor skills with its expert advice articles from survival guru Tim McWelsh, world champion coyote caller Jeff Nimnick's Predator Pulse, Trav's Take, Jim's Blog, and hundreds of archive shows. JimandTrav.com. Go there. Listen. Learn. You get one shot at this. The most isolated citizens in America. That's what living out here is. You got to keep plugging away. Depend on its most courageous airline. Because somebody needs something in an airplane. Takes a lot of practice and a lot of skill and a lot of balls. Have you seen these guns? You never know what Mother Nature's going to throw at you. So you better be prepared for it. You always operate the plane right on the edge of pretty much chaos. Flying Wild Alaska, Mondays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. For LED flashlights with brighter, tighter beams that see farther and run longer, you want Extreme Beam, the passion to outperform. Go to www.extremebeam.com. The Ruger SR-22 is the do-it-all 22 pistol for the shooter who appreciates style and demands reliability. Easy to field, strip, and reassemble. The Ruger SR-22 shoots a broad variety of 22 LR ammunition. It features an ambidextrous manual thumb safety decocking lever and magazine release. Two options for grip. And a fixed white dot front sight and adjustable rear sight with reversible blade. The Ruger SR-22. Another American-made product from Ruger. Hey kids. Ever injure yourself doing absolutely nothing? No! No! no. What the hell? No? Well, neither have I. Right, now back to the revolution with Jim and Trev. Brought to you by Nissan. in the mood right there. Am I singing? I am in the mood. Alright, Hogs, Dogs, American Dream on today's show with Rascal Flatts. Yeah, hey, we just heard from old uh, Lieutenant Colonel Oliver North and he has a program called Saving Private Canine. Uh, yeah, gotta check it out on Sportsman's channel. That is a Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. But right now, Mr. Billy Higginbotham. Yeah, actually, he is the uh, Professor and Extension Wildlife and Fishery Specialist for Texas A&M, Mr. Higginbotham. Yeah, now, Billy, you guys down there in Texas, you actually boast the greatest hog population in the United States, don't you? Yeah, I'm not sure we would like to have bragging rights for that. <laughs> but, uh, we probably have in the neighborhood of about 2.6 million 
million out of a national population that could be as large as 8 million. Now, in order to manage, just to keep them status quo, how many would you have to harvest in Texas alone to stay at that number next year? Based on the population models that have been developed, we estimate that we have to remove two-thirds, 66%, just to hold the population stable, not increasing or decreasing. Yeah. Now, we, we've had you on the show before, and hunting is not the most efficient way to control them, is it? No, it's not. It provides great recreation, provides a food source, and we certainly encourage hunting. But uh, we are currently removing about 29% of our population by all methods in Texas each year. And so that falls well below that 66% uh, level just to maintain the population status quo. Yeah. Now, that's like taking two steps forward and like six steps back. Well, it is. But as I often tell landowners, we cannot afford to do nothing. We have, fortunately, uh, from an economic standpoint, shown that reducing pig populations can greatly reduce the damage to agriculture. So... uh, In one particular study, uh, we reduced the economic impact on uh, farm and ranch lands by two-thirds through uh, concerted control efforts. So if we can reduce the economic impact by two-thirds, that's certainly a step in the right direction. Yeah. Now, uh, as you said, hunting doesn't do the trick. Uh, And, of course, you do trapping. Okay, that does some damage to the uh, to the herd, but uh, what else can we do in order to uh, control that population? Well, in a survey here in Texas, uh, of the 753,000 pigs we estimate were removed in 2010, about 57% of that number were removed by trapping and 35% by shooting. Mm. All forms of shooting, strategic shooting from the ground, the air, and also recreational hunting. So trapping and shooting represent about 92%. The other legal control methods we have at our disposal in the United States are the use of snares and the use of uh, specially trained dogs to bay and catch wild pigs. But those are the only four control methods we have at our disposal here in 2015. Once again, talk with uh, Dr. Billy Higginbotham, a professor and extension wildlife and fishery specialist uh, for Texas A&M. Like you said, the greatest infestation is in 36 states. You got a few states uh, that are in denial. They're marginal. How did they spread? Was this a natural progression? Were they transported by idiots? How did this happen? Well, both, but... uh You've heard the old saying, when pigs fly, they don't have wings, but they trailer extremely well. And uh, these northern states and and central states that now have pig populations, those pigs were hauled. Really? These uh, southern states and released for hunting purposes. So natural expansion and a lot of clandestine yet illegal uh, trap and transport and release uh, efforts. Yeah, now don't you think that uh, uh, the program where a guy can go out and trap some, but they have to be live, but he can actually sell them back to the state, can he? Well, actually, they are selling them to a processor, and we have several processors in the 
state of Texas. Mm-hmm. It's really a nice system, and I always encourage landowners to use this, but we have about a 100 buying stations, they're called, in Texas, and they're, they're inspected and permitted by the Texas Animal Health Commission. Landowners can carry their live pigs to those buying stations and be paid for those pigs on the spot. Uh, the payment is based on the size of the pig, with 200 pounds and larger pigs typically bringing as much as 50 to 60 cents a pound. Whoa! So if you've got a 300-pound pig that's worth $180, it may um, make you think twice about just knocking it in the head. Yeah. So these pigs are transported to a buying station if the landowner wants to do that. Uh, They're paid on the spot, and then those buying stations, when they get a full load, they carry them to about one of three or four processors in the state. The live pigs are inspected by a USDA inspector. If they pass that inspection, they're slaughtered and uh, put into the human food chain here in the States as well as exported to countries overseas. You bet. Hey, we've got to leave it right there, Billy. We've been talking with Dr. Billy Higginbotham. And, of course, he's a professor and extension wildlife and fishery specialist for Texas A&M. That's right. Now, Billy, where can we find you online, buddy? Well, we can uh, recommend you check out our website at feralhogs.tamu.edu. All righty. You bet. Hey, coming up next, we have got uh, somebody to Tusco. 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 Executive producer. What kind of a name is that? Shed Wars. Got to watch it on Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Great show. Coming up next is Matt Tusco. I don't know why I said that again. All right. Hogs, Dogs, American Dream on today's show. Billy, man, thanks so much for calling in. Well, thank you guys for having me on. All right. Here's Mark. There are three species of wild hogs, feral hogs, Eurasian wild boars, and hybrids, which comes from crossbreeding the two. Their history began around the Miocene era, predating the Ice Age. After that, the swine kingdom basically disappeared, not seen again until the new world was discovered. JimandTrav.com. Go there. Listen. Learn. It's gunny time! Get some! You first saw him in full metal jacket as Gunnery Sergeant Hartman. Now, see him guns a-blazing. Arlie Ermey pulls the trigger on the world's most astounding weaponry. Load up on weapons intelligence, past, present, and future. The Outdoor Channel has a new secret weapon. Gunny time with me, Gunnery Sergeant Arlie Ermey. Be there! Gunny time, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Best place to hunt giant mule deer is Colorado. So plan your dream hunt by purchasing Colorado's Biggest Bucks and Bulls today at www.coloradosbiggestbucksandbulls.com. Increase the amount of camera pictures you get this fall by using Lucky Buck Mineral. Dump a bucket of Lucky Buck in front of your trail cameras and you'll be amazed at how quickly the deer will find it. The sweet apple smell combined with the minerals deer need will bring them in close. Lucky Buck Mineral. Grow bigger bucks or get your money back. Introducing the fastest, most effective way to clean your gun barrel. The new Remington Squeegee. 
to use it. Simply scrub your bore with a wire brush and a few drops of Remington's All-In Cleaner to loosen any fouling. Then attach your Remington squeegee to the end of a cleaning rod or cable. And with one pull through the bore, you're done. Fast, easy, and completely reusable. Say goodbye to your father's old gun cleaning patches and hello to 21st century gun care technology. Look for it at your favorite sporting goods retailer. The Revolution with Jim and Trev Memorial Day Checklist. Food, check. Family, check. Beer. Now, back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Presented by Outdoor Channel. Hey, we're back. We got the bills paid. We were just talking with Billy Higginbotham, and he's got a name about as long as my arm. Yeah, he's a professor and extension wildlife and fishery specialist for uh, Texas A&M. Hogs, dogs, American dream on today's show. Right now, though, we're being joined by Matt Tatusco. What a guy. Shed Wars, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern time on a Sportsman channel. Then it's Thursdays. Gotta watch it. You know, Jimbo, you have Harley. Yeah. And uh, you had him train. Great black lab. Near death right now. <laughs> no, he's getting better. You had him trained to hunt for sheds, but you actually hang out with a bunch of clowns, a whole, like, underworld, uh, Matt, that uses goats to hunt for sheds, don't you? That's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the whole, you know, the dog culture in hunting and the outdoors is is just so awesome, right? Yeah. You have your buddies out there with you, and I think, you know, using those dogs for shed hunting and training them to shed hunt is just another way to get out in the field longer uh, for another part of the year, but what we thought was super interesting is that we, we've seen it taken a step farther. And uh, we've got one of our characters uh, that you saw in the first episode of Shed Wars is named Fish. Yeah. Fish Fisher, amazingly <laughs> enough, and everyone just calls him Fish. Uh, I'm sure he's got a real name, but uh, I've never been able to figure out what it is. Walleye. Uh, everybody calls the guy Fish, and he uses goats. So Fish got fish has got goats. And, uh, and he uses these goats to shed hunt. And, and he, uh, him and a buddy of his train these goats to be essentially little pack mules. And they've got these little harnesses they've made for them to strap sheds onto. And as Fish says in the episode, he goes, uh, you know, look, each goat can carry 60 pounds, and that's 120 pounds that's not on my back. Yeah, yeah. And so his little shed goats are named Matthew and Mark. Uh, he's actually got four of them, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. And so his little two shed goats you see in the first episode are Matthew and Mark. He takes them out and just loads them up with sheds, and he can keep going all day instead of having to turn around and come back. So, Biblical goats. Pretty neat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're talking with Matt Tatusco, and, of course, he's the executive producer of Shed Wars. And it debuted uh, this week on Sportsman's Channel Thursday nights uh, at 8 o'clock. Yeah, got to check it out. Uh, this is very interesting because you know, a lot of people might not know this, Matt, but they use antlers for medicinal purposes, obviously furniture, uh, just chandeliers. I mean, home decor. It really doesn't matter. But this is a lucrative business. A lot of people like myself and Jimbo uh, go out and just, you know, shed antler hunt for fun. But there's big profit in this, isn't there? Yeah. You know, there really is. When we, uh, gosh, I I think I was probably like you, you know, growing up and you'd go out and shed hunt and it was just sort of a cool, fun thing to do in the off season. You'd find a little treasure that oh, yeah. you'd keep and uh-huh. and not really think anything of it. But what's really driving it now is the overseas Asian market, yeah. uh, which you know utilizes antler in a few different ways. Aphrodisiacs, homeopathic, medicinal stuff. Uh, we got a guy on our show who goes by the name of Antler Man. Uh, <laughs> that's how everybody knows him as Antler Man. And uh, he grinds it up and puts it in his coffee every morning. And really? swears it makes him superhuman. Yeah. <laughs> 
So Antler Man is superhuman. And, uh, <laughs> and then there's the dog chew market. That's the other yeah. one that's really driving it right now. You go to any Petco or, or you know, sort of high-end pet store or even supermarket, and you'll see these little six-inch piece of antler going for eight bucks. Oh, yeah. So that is really driving it. And I think coupled with the fact that most guys like you and me go out, we find them, we keep them, and we mm-hmm. don't sell them. And oh, yeah. So the supply in the market is fairly low because most people don't sell them. They just keep them. Yeah. How difficult is it to grind those things up? <laughs> grind up an antler? <laughs> Put it in your coffee? Yeah. yeah I don't hey, know. You... Get your angle grinder out and go in your garage and find out. I put a little between my cheek and gum. Yeah, you make you it know? as you go, huh? <laughs> talk with Matt Tatusco. He's the yeah, executive. Take two antlers and call me in the morning. Yeah, Tatusco. He's the executive right. producer of Shed Wars. Got to check it out Thursdays, 8 p.m. Eastern time on Sportsman Channel. You know, I mean, we have a ton of um. Whether it's in our house, in our shed, like you said, we hold on to these things because, I mean, it is a prized possession. But I have never had, I guess, the the luck of going out and finding a complete, like, set. You know, I always find odds and ends or after a coyote chewed on one, a squirrel, raccoon, or whatever. But to find, like, a nice, complete set, especially, like, a trophy uh, that would qualify, that that is something I have never done. I know Jimmy hasn't either. Yeah, that, you know, it was something that never really occurred to me either until we started meeting these characters who do this for a living. And they have figured out that match sets have exponential value. Oh, yeah. Compared to everything else. and. uh I mean, it's just, it's just such a super interesting subculture of America. I mean, you got this, this essentially this little mini gold rush that happens every year in the mountains. And it's a renewable resource, but it, it's kind of like manna from heaven. You know, it falls down and it's only there for a short time and yeah. someone's going to pick it up and then disappears. And so you've got all this fierce competition and guys have different strategies. You know, we've, we've learned from meeting the folks on our show that, you know, some are, just absolutely mountain beasts and they just go and they try to cover as much territory as they can and they pick up as many as possible. It's all about quantity and they just say, look, I'm going after poundage and I'm going to go into the market and just sell it for poundage. And other guys are on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. And you saw Brady is one of our great characters on this show and he is one of those guys who's been doing this long enough that he says, look, I'm, I'm going to work smarter, not harder. Yeah. And he watches... Uh, I won't give it, I won't give away what happens, but he is watching a deer uh, right now that is uh, got a set that's worth between five and ten thousand dollars. Holy cow! cow really? He's been watching this deer. He's been watching him as of this first episode. He's been watching him for I think twenty six days, oh. like that. And uh, and I'll, I'll I'll give away a little bit. It goes on longer. <laughs> um, but his strategy is like I'm gonna I've got one deer, yeah, probably worth you know forty days of you shed hunting. So. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch that one and see if I can get it when it drops. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Matt Tatusco, and, of course, he's the executive producer of Shed Wars. It's seen on uh, Sportsman Channel Thursday nights at 8 o'clock. That's right. And uh, we got to leave it there. we got Antler Man, Fish, Goats, and Sheds. Now, now the other <laughs> two goats, comp- do they actually have doilies for hats? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, that could be season two. I like it. <laughs> I want to see the pack saddles that yeah. go on these yeah. goats. I really do. Now, to find out more about Shed Wars, Matt, uh, where can we find you guys online? Uh, the best place to find that information is on Sportsman, uh, the Sportsman Channel website. 
And you can go to the show page, the Shed Wars show page, and get all the times and information. You bet. For the last time, it's old Matt Tatusco, and of course he has a program called Shed Hunting on Sportsman's Channel. What is it, Thursday nights at 8 o'clock? It's actually Shed Wars. Yeah, but there you go. Shed you, got, you got the time and the night the <laughs> night right. That's the most important part. All right, so Hogs, Dogs, American Dream on today's show. Coming up next, we're going to have Dustin Bergen of Addictive Hunting uh, there in Oklahoma. Don't go anywhere. Here is a word from Mark. Shout out, though, to Outdoor Channel, also Remington, uh, Cabela's, and uh, High Mountain Seasonings. All righty, uh, Matt, thanks for calling in, buddy. Thank you. Have a great day, guys. Hogs are highly adaptable and have no barriers when it comes to climate or habitat and can even live over a days away from the nearest supply of water. When it comes to food, the wild hog is easy to please, and although they are omnivores, they exist mainly on plant matter as well as worms and insects. JimandTrav.com. Go there. Listen. Learn. Looking for the ultimate cooking machine for your backyard or patio? Look no further than Camp Chef's new pellet grill and smoker. With user-friendly features like an auto-ignition, digital readouts, and internal meat temperature sensors, it's easy to smoke the tastiest salmon, ribs, brisket, and turkey you'll ever eat. And an innovative system makes cleanup a snap. Everyone will want the food you're cooking on your Camp Chef pellet grill and smoker. The quality smoker that's second to none. Find out more at CampChef.com. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon. Enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. With Jim and Trev, we'd like to salute all the men and women who fought for this country. Happy Memorial Day from the Revolution with Jim and Trev, brought to you by Nissan. Hey, this is Revolution with Jim and Trav, and we're talking about hogs, dogs, and the American dream. Who we hear from before the break? Hey, before the break, it was old uh, uh, Matt Tatusco with uh, Shed Wars. Yeah, he's the executive producer. Hey, I gotta check it out Thursdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. Hey, you know, this is Memorial Day weekend. And once again, we, we want to just say be extra careful this weekend because this is when all the loonies uh, step out. This is the first big weekend of the summer. People get stupid and they don't pay attention, and it would really suck if something terrible happened. Uh, to you or somebody you know, so just be careful this weekend. I, really? I will. Hey, did you know this, Dad? Uh, Memorial Day, this holiday, which is observed every year on the last Monday of May.
May was formerly known as Decoration Day and originated after the American Civil War uh, to commemorate the Union and Confederate soldiers who died in the war. Uh, By the 20th century, Memorial Day had been extended to honor all Americans who died while in the military service. It uh, typically marks the start of summer vacation season, while Labor Day marks its end. Did you know that? Not until this very moment, but that's cool. Trials moment in history. That's it. Oh! All right, we're just now being joined by... Segment on the show. Dustin Bergen of Addictive Hunting there in Oklahoma. Dustin! How's it going, buddy? It's going pretty good. How are you boys doing? Doing pretty good. Now, what is the total count? How many hogs have you taken down in 2015, buddy? In 2015, so far, up to about 92. Uh, we've shot a lot more than that, but that's what we've actually found. Wow. wow. Now, is is there a season on hogs in Oklahoma? There is no season on hogs in Oklahoma. And if you're hunting on private land, you don't even need a hunt license. So, now, we don't need a license to hunt with you guys. Is there, like, any trophy fees? No trophy fees whatsoever. So we uh, we kind of pride ourselves on that, you know. We like we like people to come out and kill lots of hogs and big hogs. So uh, we try to encourage that by, uh, you know, I mean, pulling the trigger. You know, it's not gonna, you know, it's, it's no more work on a big hog than it is on a small hog. So uh, we try to uh, try to encourage that and try to get people to kill as many hogs and as big hogs as they can. So uh, we're happy to waive any kind of trophy fees, and we don't really believe in that kind of stuff anyway. Yeah. How many uh, people can you take at one time? I know 24, eight, or 24 square sections miles. Is, uh, is a lot of land, but the facilities may not be such. How, how does that work out? Uh, we've got bunk beds, enough for uh, 12 people in a weekend. We max out at about 12. Holy cow, 12 people. So yeah, two, about two square miles per person out there. Well, there's plenty of room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Dixie Chicks, they need wide open spaces. <laughs> you could find that in Oklahoma. Now, real quick, Dustin, before we go on this, buddy, where can we find you online? You can find us at AddictiveHunting.com. AddictiveHunting.com. Now, what is the average size wild hog that you take? Is there an average size? Yeah, yeah, we our average size is about 250 pounds. Wow, that's a good size. Um, yeah. We've shot them all the way up to about 450 or 500. Um, every once in a while, we'll have a pretty good stretch, but we'll, we'll kill some 350 plus for about six or seven weekends in a row. And so next year, actually, we're going to be, uh, we, we usually hunt January through August. We've been uh, noticing that on the years where we shoot uh, a few black hogs, the hogs end up being bigger. So we're going to try and experiment start next year. We're going to hunt. January through May to give the hogs a few extra months and a year's time to kind of grow and populate. So we hope to have not even not only more hogs but bigger hogs. We're since we average about 250 pounds per hog now, we ideally like to see that of around 300 or 350 on average. Yeah. Now speaking of damage, what's this going to cost? What is this going to set us back? Let's say uh, we want to go down for the weekend and hunt some hogs. What is it going to cost us? Our uh, charge this year is uh, 400 per person, so that's, that's not too bad. Oh, that's not... Now, how many days is that? That's going to be... We're going to hunt uh, Friday afternoon and Saturday and Sunday. Holy crap. 400 and, bucks? Really? And how many how many hogs can I take? Just one? Uh, you can take as many as you want. Uh, the first one is included in the price, and after that, each hog you take, no matter how big he is, it's only $50. You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there. We've been talking with Dustin Bergen. Of course, he has uh, a hunting ranch called Addictive Hunting. Yeah, I got to hop online, check him out one more time. Where can we find you online, buddy? You can find us at addictivehunting.com. All right, talking with Mr. Dustin Bergen. Got to book a trip with them. Uh, before they get totally booked up for 2015, or they not, run out of hogs. I don't think that's going to happen, you know, in, the, in next year, 2000. 
2016. They're going to shorten that season a little bit. So you better get your trip booked now. Addictivehunting.com. Big shout out to Outdoor Channel. Also, Remington and Nissan. I got to get to a break. Here is a word from Mark, Mr. Dustin Man. Thank you so much, buddy. All right. Thanks, boys. Have a good Memorial Day weekend. You do. you can be jimandtrav.com will elevate your hunting and angling know-how with in-depth outdoor blogs and interviews from jim and trav michael waddell mark and terry drury gary klein mark zona and all the outdoor greats you've come to know and love jimandtrav.com go there listen learn buy or bust with jim and trav on the revolution it's time for buyer bust. It's time for buyer bust. I'm elevated, <laughs> right? I, I didn't think you liked being as tall as you were. I don't. I'm pretty short. I, what we're going to talk about is the Hawk Transformer Hunt Pod. You know, when you were younger, you loved those Transformer cars. Remember that? I did. Yeah. I think you're mistaking yeah. me with somebody else. Well, probably. Yeah. Yeah, it's my other family. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. The other people. Uh, anyways, <laughs> people what this valley. is, okay, people, when you're an outdoorsman or woman, all right, what you need to be is mobile. And mobile the, and elevated. And a lot of the problems with blinds, they're not easily moved. In tree stands, unless you have, like, the climb on ones. That, well, think you know, of my redneck blind. How hard is that to move? You need a tractor, <laughs> preferably uh, with a forklift, maybe even a crane. Uh-huh. No, it's heavy and really expensive. But Let's talk about this uh, Hawk Transformer Hunt Pod. It's really cool. What it is, first of all, the price. I think it's like $329. Yeah. I mean, that's not too bad. No, no. How much is a redneck blind? Redneck blind, uh, cheapest one is about $1,200. But... It does keep you out of the elements. It I mean, does. Great product. Absolutely love it. Not bashing at all. All right. So this, basically, this kind of reminds me of like a dolly, this yeah. uh, transformer blind. When it's all folded up, it's only 90 inches long and Which 27 inches. Not, not quite eight feet long. Yeah. 27 inches wide. I've heard of people, you could actually use it as a game cart too. You could put <laughs> like your animal on you, it. You probably could. And drag it out. But the cool thing is it has these two nice big but wheels on it. you can't sit it. in the seat when you're dragging it out. Your buddy could. There you go. You know, you could drag him through the woods. You know, let's say if he breaks his leg. Yeah, or, or you shot him. Yeah, I mean, it does happen. <laughs> uh, look at Dick Cheney. Um, I, I think, what was it, like 329 bucks? Is that 329 and you can get it at probably all of major big box stores, like yeah. the Bellas. 329 That's the only store I would buy it at, yeah. the Bellas. They actually had this at the ATA show there in uh, in uh, Indianapolis this year. Yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool thing. All right, and then you don't, I mean, 10 foot, yeah, you could get hurt falling 10 foot, but not as serious as uh, falling 30 feet. That's it. It's only I say third that as much. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> All right, so go online. Uh, Maybe you'll break one of four arms. Yeah, check it out. You I have think four arms? I go, just go to hawkhunting.com. Pretty cool product. And they this thing it. folds up, as he said, to uh, 27 inches wide and about 90 inches long. Mm-hmm. Got two little uh, wheels on it that you can kind of wheel it. And, you know, like you said, once you shoot the deer, put it on that thing and drag it out. Drag it out. All right, 329 bucks. Pretty good investment. Obviously, we don't have one yet. We're going to get one soon. Uh, so, we should yourself. Like we are. Buy, buy it. it. All right, this has been Buyer Bus. We got to get to a break. We'll return right after this. 
Tune in next time for another exciting episode of Buy or Bust with Jim and Trav on The Revolution. Maps, charts, harvest statistics, detailed hunt stories, and 1,000 photos all packed into Colorado's biggest bucks and bulls. Buy it today by calling 719-661-4037. We are looking ahead, of course. The revolution will not be televised. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Great show this week, Trav. Great show, Jimmy. I'm yeah. glad you said Odds, that. Dogs, and American Dream. Uh, one last time, happy Memorial Day, everybody. And big shout out to Mrs. Bunny, Jack Mayer, Lieutenant Colonel Oliver North. Pretty cool guy. Billy Higginbotham, uh, Matt Tatusco, and Dustin Bergen. Yeah. Hey, and we want to thank our 434 affiliate stations, or advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Funjoa, producer Mark Paneri, and Frank the Sound Guy. So get outdoors this weekend. Recreate. Take some kids with you, but be responsible if you're at the lake. Possibly get baptized. Oh. All right. So God bless you, boys and girls. We'll return next week. Peace out. We love you. Local news weather is next. Um, Go have fun. Bye. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.